Welcome to Today's Issues, offering a Christian response to the issues of the day. Here's your host, Tim Wildman, President of the American Family Association. Well, I already got the popcorn ready <laughs> for tonight. Uh, welcome, everybody, to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network, AFR. We thank you for listening. I'm Tim Wildman. The announcer already told you that. Ed Battagliano is in with me. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Tim. Brother Fred Jackson. Yes, sir, Tim. We're ready to go. So right. is someone going to be here tonight to keep the popcorn that's a good question. I'm just saying, just bringing it up. I just go get my bag and fill it up. I don't ever pop it. No, that's a, we need someone. We need a professional doing that. All right, let's uh, after this show's over, we'll find out. We'll find out. We got to have somebody here to make the popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fred, tell our listeners what we are going to be doing this evening. You're going to want to stay tuned, American Family Radio, because at six o'clock tonight. Oh, Central, hold on, hold on, Fred. I did it again. What'd you do? I disrespected Brother Ray Pritchard. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I want some of that popcorn here in Kansas City. Uh, yeah, I know, right? It's, it's a long day. You're hitting hard stuff early. <laughs> we're going. We're going straight to the popcorn. <laughs> well, Ray, welcome. Thank you. Always good to be here. I don't know why I did that. I, Ray was in our show meeting this morning. I knew it was Tuesday, but I just. It's a busy day. Tim. Sometimes it's, a, it's out of sight. Out skipped of over endorsing him. I yeah. mean, uh, introducing him. Ray endorsing. I got the political stuff going on, right? Okay. I endorse Dr. Ray Pritchard. <laughs> <laughs> whatever he's running for. It's That's unanimous. It is. That's right. Pass the popcorn, please. Okay. All right, Fred. All right. Now six, tell our listeners what's going to be going six on. Six o'clock tonight, folks. You're not going to want to miss it. Right here at American Family Radio. Actually be at 6.05 if you want to tune in and be exact. Because we will be launching our election night special. It's going to be a great time. I'm going to bring you up to date as the results come in. And uh, I can tell you right now, the voter turnout very heavy. The advanced voting, 41 million, uh, million Americans have already voted. Uh, that's an indication. That's a record in some states, I'm told. But how many do the Democrats need? How many do the Democrats? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me see. Uh, we'll, leave it up to, we'll leave it up to the machines, Tim. Well, I, 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 think, I think the way this works, Tim, is yeah. it's kind of like when you have a bunch of guests over for dinner yeah. and you have a caterer. You bring out the food as it's needed, okay? <laughs> so when something, you know, like when the chicken right. wings are, uh, you, you bring more chicken wings in. That's right. So I think that's the way this voting thing works. Well, I don't mean to be, I don't mean to sound so cynical. Uh, this early in the morning, uh, it was merely a joke. But yes. uh, but there will be a lot of poll watching today yes. across the country uh, to make sure that everything is fair. Yes, actually, we're going to be talking to our own Sandy Rios in just a few moments, but she just sent me an email. don't know if you guys got it, but apparently uh, election machines are breaking down in various parts of the country already this morning. But is that because of turnout? No, I'm, I'm not sure of the reason. She just said lineups are, are growing in certain jurisdictions because the machines are breaking down. Hmm. Uh, that's the story. Anyway, tonight, uh, Tim, you'll be here. Ed uh, Walker will be here and myself. 
and a great lineup of guests to do analysis of what's going on. But it's going to be exciting right off the bat because we're going to be watching some critical races along the East Coast. Uh, they're one hour ahead of us, so as the polls are closing, in fact, I think there's a couple of states when we go on the air at 6 o'clock tonight, they will be closing down voting. So we'll be starting to get results almost immediately. We'll be giving our critical race theory then, won't we? You see what I did yeah, there? I see what you did good. there. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Ray, give us your overview of what's happening today. Well, all the signs point to a red wave. We've been hearing that. Then you hear some people talking about a red tsunami. So here in Kansas, early, you know, it's uh, the vote, the lines are heavy, heavy here in Kansas. But I think, Fred, it's that way all across the country. Yeah. That people are interested. Uh, the Republicans are motivated. Conservatives are motivated. We've come through this pandemic. We remember what the other side did when they had the power to do it. Uh I'm thinking to myself, I think it's a foregone conclusion. Republicans are going to take the House of Representatives. I think they'll probably take the Senate. In my mind, I was thinking this morning, if the Republicans end up 51, 52, or 53 senators, that's a red wave. If it's 54, which is not impossible, that's a tsunami. Anything above that is a Cat 5 red hurricane. So I think we're going to see, uh, we're going to know, Fred, very early this evening, Returns from New Hampshire. Uh, can Lee Zeldin pull it out in New York State? That'll really say something about what's going to happen as we move across the country. Yep, absolutely. Certainly interesting. President Biden returned from his last campaign event last night. The White House reporters were asking his assessment. And even President Biden said it looks looks bad for the House. He even admitted that last night. So, uh, and then he was asked, right. how's that going to work? He says it's going to make it, things more difficult for him. I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember in my lifetime, maybe, or since I've been following politics, uh, such a strong headwind against a particular party. Uh, headwind or headwinds. Uh the Democrats, uh, they really are facing, a, it's not an uphill, it's an up mountain. Uh, uh, chore today to just uh, uh, you know try to try to maintain some some semblance of uh, of a of a national party. Yeah. Quite frankly, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that that they can't, but it, here's what I mean by that. Number one is <clears throat> historically speaking, the uh, party of the president. Uh, during a midterm, loses um, uh, uh, House seats <laughs> in particular. <laughs> yep. Okay. So it it hasn't mattered in the Reagan lost seats after two years, as popular as he was. Obama lost a ton of seats. Clinton lost a ton of seats. <coughs> Pardon me. So um, you got that. Mm-hmm. Then you've got the economy is uh, spiraling. Uh, out of control right now with inflation way up you've got gasoline prices you've got grocery prices so the kitchen table economics are not in the favor of the democrats at all right mm-hmm. now um then uh, you've got the and, and for those reasons uh, uh, and, and others you got the popularity of the president is under 40 
percent. I mean, it's it's lower than Obama or Trump. So uh, you you just got a lot of things against the Democrats today. You've got a lot of people who are upset about the way the uh, uh, Democrats handle the pandemic in terms of their, the, their governors shutting down their states for so long. Yep. Um, and and so th- that's that's a lot uh, against the Democrat Party today. So we'll see whether they can survive it. I don't know what exactly that, that looks like. Exact, we'll know tomorrow, all yep. right, or later on tonight. Yeah. But uh, – but but they're going up against a, a mountain of momentum that the Republicans have. A lot of it is because the Democrats have done so poorly. Well, uh, it, you mentioned headwinds, and, and to use another analogy, it's self-inflicted wounds. True, that's true. When you, I, I was talking about the the natural, I guess I was talk, talking about the natural things, natural things that that happen in politics, yes. like midterm elections going against the yes. party. Yes, and you add to that. Add to that. Yeah. This is a referendum on Joe Biden's uh, Democrat policies, what they have done to the economy. You mentioned, for the most part, he uh, Biden declares war on fossil fuels. The impact that that had, we always talk about Keystone Pipeline being shut down, but it goes way beyond that. And, and to that point, the president did not help himself in the last 10 days. He says he's going to shut down all the coal mines, and then he said no more drilling. And, and so what... The American people are out there saying, wait a minute now, gas prices are the highest they've been in 20 years. We just heard, uh, was it uh, diesel oil uh, this morning? The average is 533 across the country as we head into winter. And the president of the United States says, yeah, no more drilling out there. So things are only going to get worse. You mentioned the pandemic. We had the story in the last couple of weeks about the suburban white moms. Uh, are all now heading towards in the direction or a large percentage of them who voted for Obama way back when Obama was in office. And I think even Joe Biden uh, back in 2020. But they've switched because they have seen the impact of Joe Biden's COVID policies on their kids. As well as the uh, the threat of crime. Yes. And what is being taught in schools. Just for a little bit of historical perspective, I looked this up. In 1994, Republicans gained 53 House seats and nine Senate seats in 2010. All right, so this is that was uh, two years after President uh, Barack Obama was elected as president. The GOP picked up 63 seats in the House, six in the Senate. I'm reading from a Hill article on the Hill. Now they they note, and this is pretty insightful. They said. The reason that Republicans probably won't pick up that many seats, they expect them to to flip the House, um, is because uh, that the number of competitive congressional districts has shrunk over the years. So as the country becomes more and more polarized, you have these deep blue districts Uh that would be or deep red districts that are just impossible to to flip because you'd have to you'd have a swing of. 60%, 60%, and that's not likely to happen. But even The Hill, which is not a conservative news outlet, they're a little bit closer to the middle than, obviously, than MSNBC or some of those. But even they are predicting that uh, the House at least will flip. But I, I didn't realize the uh, the swing was so uh, high in uh, 
<clears throat> I knew it was in '94. I didn't realize it was so high in 2010. That was the uh, that was uh, well, the uh, what do they call that? The uh, tea, uh, party, tea party tea party movement yeah. helped help well, uh, do that. Well, this could be the end of Nancy Pelosi's political career today. Yes, probably it will be. Yes, it will be. She uh, will. I think she'll announce her resignation sometime in the next few weeks. Probably. You think she'll resign mm -hmm. before yeah. Yeah. January? Yeah, why hang around? Uh, she want to hand the gavel to uh, Mac McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy? <laughs> no, no. Does she, Ray? She does not. No. no. I think if she, if let, let's just say that she she sticks it out and she hands the gavel to McCarthy, I think McCarthy ought, McCarthy ought to break it in half. <laughs> <laughs> like she remember she ripped yeah, the yeah, uh state right of the right so i think right. he ought to just like yeah. like snap it over his knee or something yeah you know it's going to be interesting to see too today uh, uh what role uh the rise in crime plays a, a, among voters because there's a uh you know in new york it's a big deal in the yes, state of is. new york yes and it it may cost her uh whole, Okel, Okel, the uh, the no. governorship, uh, yeah. that issue alone, mm -hmm. maybe not alone, but uh, I read today. Uh, I, I read the New York Post online <clears throat> every day, and violent crime is absolutely out of control in the city of New York. Yeah, uh, there was another uh, person last last night. There was a lady on the subway. There was a another felt there was a fella who was harassing her. She was by herself. Then a a, a a guy intervened on on her behalf to say, "Hey, knock it off." Well, this guy who intervened got stabbed uh -huh. by the man, and it's happening every day, yeah. all across New York. It's happening every day. Violent crime. Now it's a big city. You're always going to have crime in a big city i mean watch blue bloods people <laughs> i mean if you happens need, all the time it happens right? all the time i mean there's a reason why we have a police department and frank reagan's in charge um but uh, but but, it's, but but seriously people in uh, uh, i was reading all kind of democrats otherwise who would otherwise vote democrat are going to vote republican today because they want their city to be safe again they won't they primarily won't the criminals locked away. Yes. Because almost always, well, not, I, I would say 99% of the time, maybe always, the criminals that are committing these acts of violence in the city of New York and other big cities <clears throat> are not punished. Yeah. They're being let back on the streets by the social justice warriors who now occupy many of the district attorney's offices. Yes. Right? So, uh, and, and the people are, are reacting because I don't care if you're liberal or conservative or whatever, you want safe streets. You want, you want your families and your, you want to be able to get on the subway or go to work or not be carjacked like they are every day in Philadelphia. Well, there was a, a jogger in New York City that was raped and choked right. yeah. and robbed. <clears throat> By somebody who should have been in jail. Yes. Yes, he had 25 priors. Right, twenty-five. Twenty-five. So, this is a this is going to be a big decision today by the people in New York. Will they vote for it? Because Zeldin, the guy running for governor, <clears throat> that's what he's run on for the most part. Is we've got to make our city safe again, Ray? 
and 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 the Democrats are for letting criminals out on the streets. Go wrong. Lee, free. Lee Zeldin has run a tremendous campaign. He's a what we used to call law and order kind of candidate. He has taken the crime problem. He's hung it around the neck of the New York governor. And I think he's got a good chance to win. The problem is the Democrat establishment, the unions and all the rest in New York City, it's enormous. It's entrenched. It's been that way for a century. But if the upstate vote, you know, play Rochester, Buffalo, places like that, if the upstate vote comes in and the suburban moms, as we've been talking about, they can, they care about security and safety above anything else these days. I think he's got a chance, Tim, and it would be yeah. a tremendous upset for Republican <clears throat> to win back the governor's mansion in New York. Also, in uh, do you want to stay on this topic? I was just going to mention, uh, looking at a New York Post article, that in the 6th Precinct where this rape happened, rapes were up 22%. And they were interviewing people from Midtown there in uh, New York City. And one lady said, you generally feel like it would be safe at that time of day. I'm ready to get out right now. You mean get out of New York City? Get out of New York City. Yeah. So the, these are people who, uh, you know, we don't necessarily pay attention to. We do because of the news. But people who don't live in New York City aren't necessarily paying attention to the fact that rapes are up 22% over last year. But the people in New York City are paying attention to it. Another thing is crime is one of those issues that even, yes, it does make the news. But also it, it, it travels house to house, person to person, church member to church member. I mean, people people talk amongst themselves right. about that. Yes. Because it happens in their in their communities in the neighborhoods and and it makes people scared. Yeah, you yeah. worry about your kids, your grandkids, your relatives. And yeah. and and Governor Hochul's response to that concern being raised by people and her opponent Lee Zeldin, she she has accused Lee Zeldin of fearmongering. Well, no, he's not. He's just talking about what New Yorkers are talking about. Was that the debate where she where, where uh, I think it was Kathy Hochul where she said, "Why are you so concerned?" Right. Yeah. Yeah. That right. was why what a so stupid concerned about the thing crime? to say. I know. Well, it, Bill Clinton uh, at a rally for Hochul. Yes. The other day. Yes. He we we talked about this. Bill Clinton <laughs> is getting up there talking about um, he's mocking the whole idea that there's crime on the rise in right. New York, and he's making fun of Zeldin, the Republican candidate, and he's saying Zeldin acts like. Uh, Hochul, uh, you know, goes to the subway and hands out billy clubs to people. Ha, yeah. ha, 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 yeah. ha. Yeah. And you're going, you talk about tone deaf. This from a man who will, uh, after saying such things, will go back to his limousine mm-hmm. and uh, under the guard of Secret Service protection yeah. and go back to his gated home in the Hamptons or right. wherever they live. Mm-hmm. Uh, these these uh, limousine liberals are completely out of touch yeah. Yeah. with uh, with the crime uh, which is affecting uh people in new york anyway that'll be interesting another one will be governor's race in michigan yes. uh will yeah. whitmer you know she's been favored to win here but will she's the uh the race there has been tightening now the uh republican uh, tudor dixon yeah. yeah yes i saw her last night on uh one of the fox shows i think it was uh jesse waters anyway she, right right she's closing in there i mean that's going to be a tight race too it will be a tremendous uh, victory for Republicans if they can pick up 
the governor's mansion there in Michigan. And I said on Tuesday that I was up in Michigan a couple of months ago, and you saw these non-stop ads for Gretchen Whitmer and attacking Tudor Dixon. And you said to yourself, it was late September. There is no way. There is no way Tudor Dixon has a chance. But as the red wave has been building, there's been a couple of polls, Tim, that have shown her in the last week to have taken the lead. So I think that's another one that's going to go right down to the wire tonight. Did did you see, by the way, that uh, Governor Gretchen Whitmer, again, we're talking about the Michigan uh, Democratic governor, was being interviewed by by a news station, and they asked her, about her COVID-19 lockdown measures. Did you see this as a story on Fox (laughs) News? And uh, so the question was, Governor, when it comes to your handling of the pandemic, we all know the critics over the past few years. Do you have any regrets? And uh, and (laughs) Governor Whitmer started acting like she couldn't hear the question. (laughs) She was having trouble with her earpiece, and she just didn't answer. She just stared back and said, oh, I think I'm having problems with the, with the earpiece. Well, so I don't blame her for not wanting to answer that one. She was probably prepared for that reaction. They probably had a team meeting yeah. before the interview. Hey, listen, if you get to something about COVID lockdowns, fake the earpiece problem. Yes. Okay, That's right. That's, Your sound go. is about to go out. Yeah. I'm sorry. I can't hear you. Yeah. What did you say? Hello. Listen, I'm out of time. I got another meeting. <laughs> <laughs> no, sweetie, I, I, uh, I can't hear you. I, I can't go by the store. That happened to me one time. Uh, the, the doc, I went for annual physical. Yeah. And my doctor, he always calls me. Well, not always, but uh, he called me to report on uh, results. Uh, results. Yeah. <clears throat> so, family physician. So, I'm in the parking lot at Walmart, and you got the doctor on the other end of the phone telling me about the results of whatever yeah. test. And, he, and he's breaking up on me. Oh. And, and so I'm going like, what? <laughs> what? what did you just tell you? I've, you, I've got what? Yeah. <laughs> and, all right. Uh, t- later. Uh, My level was what? Yeah. You're not, I'm going, Are you concerned? What? I'm going, how long do I have? Yeah. But, right, how but. long do I have? <laughs> you said four. Yeah. What is that? Four, four months, right. four years, anyway, four decades. It was a, can you hear me now? No, I can't. What did you just say? Uh, all right. So this evening at 6.05 Central Time, we will be here with all the elect- – it's going to be a big, big night. Um, you know, with, with – I mean, stories galore. We're not just watching a couple, three races. Mm-hmm. Uh, there there are a lot of toss-ups out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least that's what the polls have shown. Right? We'll find out what we'll, – we'll also find out tonight about the polling. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Has the polling been – Correct. That's that's that that's actually a very interesting point that you're bringing up because 2016, of course, the polls were dramatically proven to be right. in error. Right. 2020, well, there there were some uh, some real problems with the polling, and if races are not as close as the polls have been showing, this would be the third election, third major election where. Uh, polling was suspect mm-hmm. now maybe they're they're spot on we'll wait and see but it is amazing when you go to real clear politics that page and you get the various polling it, it's amazing how the cnn polls seem to favor democrats all the time and you know what when they're polling it depends on where you poll and how you weight 
the how you weighed it. The response. I think yeah. Democrats are. I mean, I think CNN is secretly hoping the Republicans win, and they can't wait for President Trump to announce he's going to run for office. <laughs> Which is supposed to be they, this they next need week. a ratings boost. Yeah, uh, right. And, and all 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 CNN had going for them was Trump Trump presidency, and when he left office, they have been. They sank like a stone. Oh, wow. It's been just, they don't have anybody watching. Well, Trump is expected to announce next week. Tuesday. CNN is going, yeah. you do it. Yeah. <laughs> They'll love it. Help us out. It'll be wall-to-wall right. Trump coverage. Right, right. All right, we'll be back momentarily with more of today's issues on AFR. What does the American Family Association stand for? AFA believes that all men and women, whether in private or public, should be free to exercise their faith without hindrance from the government. These values and more are part of our mission to inform, equip, and activate individuals to strengthen the moral foundations of our culture. We also support the church. We want to be a leading organization in biblical worldview training for cultural transformation. Thank you for standing with us. Hello, everyone. Tim Wildman, president of American Family Association and American Family Radio. Hey, if you're looking for a vacation with a purpose in 2023, why don't you consider joining us on one of our spiritual heritage tours? We're going to Washington, D.C., our nation's capital, and George Washington's Mount Vernon. And then we're also going to Jamestown, Williamsburg, and Yorktown. Those are two separate tours. June and September. We're going to go, and if you'd like more information on these, go to spiritualheritagetours.com, spiritualheritagetours.com. Stephen McDowell, the president of the Providence Foundation and a uh, true American historian, will be joining us for both of these tours, and you will be enlightened and encouraged and educated and informed, and you'll be joining Christians from all over America on one of our tours. SpiritualHeritageTours.com is the website. Check it out. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Starn. Stand by for news and commentary next. Uh, my goal as a teacher is, is to impart knowledge and then be able then for them to take it and turn it into wisdom. As we teach, I think, okay, five years down the road, how will the material that I am teaching them really affect their lives, and their careers. Hi, Todd Starnes here. Truett offers biblically-centered degree programs. Check out truett.edu slash Starnes. There are more questions than answers in the attack on Paul Pelosi, the husband of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. The official explanation continues to shift as details leak from the San Francisco PD. Mainstream media first reported Pelosi knew his attacker by name, called him a friend. They also reported both men found in their underwear. Those reports were later refuted and retracted. Well, the latest bombshell from NBC News is Pelosi himself opened the door for police and told them everything was fine. By the way, that report, yeah, it got retracted too. It seems like the best way to clear up the confusion and controversy is to release the 911 call and the body cam footage. But the district attorney says that's not going to happen, which raises even more questions. Meanwhile, President Biden is accusing the attacker of being a pro-nudist, drug-addicted MAGA supporter. And Mrs. Pelosi's asking for privacy. You can read into that what you will, America. I'm Todd Stearns. 
for he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the son he loves. Colossians 1.13. American Family Radio. This is today's issues. Email your comments to comments at AFR.net. Past broadcasts of today's issues are available for listening and viewing in the archive at AFR.net. Now, back to more of today's issues. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. Tim, Ed, and Fred, and Ray. Hey, listen, uh, don't forget to vote. We're talking about what's yes. happening across the country today, but don't let the day get away from you. And uh, forget to uh, go by and cast your vote. Ray, you got a gubernatorial election there in the state of Kansas, right? Yeah. You know, Kansas is a red state. Right. But it's uh, it's hard to understand our politics here because fundamentally, especially outside of uh, Kansas City, this is a totally red state. But we've got a liberal left-wing Democrat governor named Laura Kelly who's running for re-election and going up against Derek Schmidt, who is our current attorney general, who's a Republican. In normal times, uh, Schmidt, Schmidt should win easily. But uh, we've seen so many ads here in Kansas where the Democrats are hanging this abortion issue around the necks of the Republicans. Uh, so it's going to, I think it's going to be like a lot of the governor's races across the country. Uh, you can, I think it's going to go late into the evening till we find out who our next governor is going to be. Yeah. That's interesting because you're right. Kansas is a red state, but every once in a while, you, even red states have, uh, enigmas that yeah. happen or things that happen that perfect storms are created where which allows a, a democrat to win and vice versa sometimes you right. know as we see what's happening potentially in michigan and and, and I would, washington in washington i mean yeah. these are uh possibilities that you wouldn't have dreamt of now chef boy rd <laughs> you might be wondering tim why are you bringing up uh, the food we find at the grocery store in cans it, I'm just going to say it's and and my household growing up, it was the spaghetti that shall not be named. <laughs> okay, so when they first came out, and now we're going to get to the news angle here, folks. But when SpaghettiOs first came out, I forget how old I was. I was a kid, but we begged my mom to get them because you know on the commercials, SpaghettiOs, it looks fun, whatever, and she did. And I think that was the last time she said, this This is garbage. All right, listen, if you work at a SpaghettiOs plant, okay. Uh, Things have changed. They've good, upgraded. Good for the economy. Yeah. All right. But my, my mother, who made yeah, real yeah. pasta and real sauce. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's not going to be. from the old country. That's not going to be served in my house. Yeah. So, All right, anyway. Fred, tell us what, what, uh, what we're talking about when we uh, use the term Chef Boyardee. There is Please. a Democrat congressman. From uh, New York. Yeah. Congressman Sean Patrick Maloney. Okay. All right. Sean Patrick. And <laughs> a lot of people think he's full of baloney. Baloney full of baloney. Are we going Irish? Or yeah. Something We're here. going like Sean Mahoney. We're talking leprechaun? Yeah. Is that what we're doing He's not just another congressman. He's actually the House Democratic's campaign Fundraising chief. He's a big deal in the Democrat Party in the House of Representatives. He is big. His response to all those Republicans out there, you know, 
Talking about the economy. Yeah, talk about the economy. His response, come on. Get with it, folks. When he was young, he said, and the gas prices went up, his mama went to the closet and got Chef Boyardee. The closet? Yeah, the, the, the pantry. Oh, pantry. Pantry. Okay. pantry. The pantry? Right. He went sorry. to the pantry. They I'm, got Chef yeah. Boyardee. I was thinking of slippers and shoes and everything. Yeah. And that, All right, let's grab Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry, Fred. Go ahead. Case an emergency. All right. So that's what Congressman Maloney Do we is, have him? Is we, we, got, ha- we, we have, have him. Yeah, we, we have him in his own words. In his own words. Yeah, let's go for it. Um, Hudson Valley residents are feeling pain at the pump and at grocery stores. Uh, what have you done and what do you plan to do to help solve uh, our inflation problem? Yeah, well, I grew up in a family where, you know, if the if the gas price went up, the food budget went down. So by this time of the week, we'd be eating Chef Boyardee if, if that budget wasn't going to change, right? So that's what families have to do. That's not a good answer. <laughs> He's going to do nothing about inflation. <laughs> that's right. Except on. tell you to... Buy Break cheaper. out the Chef Boyardee. <laughs> Buy cheaper food. Oh, good. That's his answer. Wow, and, the, and the ramen noodles. <laughs> yeah, will be Purina again. next week, you know. <laughs> come on, America, suck it up. Well, you know, listen, come on. Here, here's the thing we said during our story meeting when we mentioned that we, yeah. did, we did want to poke fun at Sean Patrick Mahoney, uh, is that, yeah, some folks are doing that, and – they're doing what you you do what you have to do to feed your family, sure. right? We're not mocking people's pain, but no. at the same time, a congressman who's in a position of authority for the Democratic Party shouldn't be putting that forward as their party's solution. That's no right? solution That's at all. That's not a solution. Yeah, what he's saying is, we can't do anything about this, so you just go out and buy a right. can. Right. Suck oh, yeah. it up, Buttercup. Right. That's right. Okay. All right. Well, um, uh, Ed, uh, can people join us on that there internet tonight too, if they can't get to one of our radio stations? Yes, they can. Now I'm not sure about uh, Facebook and YouTube as well. So it's just on streaming.afa.net. I was uh, right, asking. So our if you want to watch us on video, our live from our studios here tonight, they they can do what now? They can go to streaming.afa.net, folks. Okay. That is the only place you can watch us. Exclusive. Exclusive streaming.afa.net and if i'm not mistaken that is going to be streaming even if people do not have uh if they're not signed up for it normally to uh, watch our program today's issues or any of the other radio programs watch the video stream you would have to sign up at for an account and send us a can of chef boyardee and send us a can of chef boyardee but uh and that's very easy to sign up you just name email address and a password but today we're waving that we're waving that and we're waving the spaghettios requirement streaming.afa.net at 605 central time tonight if you want to watch the show watch our coverage streaming.afa.net Obviously, we'll be on all the AFR stations, 181 stations across America on this station you're listening to right now, and we'll be on the AFR app, the American Family Radio app, which you need to download, and that way you can listen to AFR anywhere you go. All right. Now, Sandy Rios is Director of Governmental Affairs for our ministry, AFA, and she represents uh, us, our interest, if you will, in our nation's capital. And she's also heard weekday mornings with the Sandy Rios program at 7 a.m. Central Time right here on American Family Radio and joins us most Tuesdays. Just happens to be Election Day. Good morning, Sandy. 
Good morning, Tim. I have lots to tell you guys. Well, breaking listen, the, news. Honestly, breaking the, the, the news. Flo- I've a- the floor is yours. Go. Uh, I just this is so important. I'm I'm f- what, reading as I'm waiting here. Uh, all over the country, machines are breaking down and people are being turned away from the polls. Uh, they're in Arizona, Maricopa County, Bell County, Texas, New York, New Jersey, Mercer County, Georgia, and other places. In uh, Maricopa County, Republican heavy areas are being turned away. They're saying the printers are not working. The on-site tabulators are not working. Anthem, Arizona, same thing. 20%, according to Kelly Ward, who's the Republican chairman in Arizona, are not functioning. So now in Texas, uh, in Bell County, Texas, this is just one area, people are in long lines because other precincts have broken down. So they're coming to these precincts, and there's long, long lines. People can't get in because of the voting machines. Uh, and in, in New York, um, so this is a different issue, but a, a man reports he went to vote in Fairport, New York, and he was not allowed to vote because every machine malfunctioned. The line was 40 people deep. Uh, Mercer County, New Jersey, uh, voters, uh, all voting machines are down in Mercer County, uh, New Jersey. Uh, in Lu- Lucas County, I think this must be New Where York. are you getting this? Uh, well, this is coming f- from a lot of places, but I just, one would be, em- uh, em- what's her name, Emerald, um, just a second. Let me, I'm just, uh, I've got another one I was going to read for you, so let me grab the name of this. Well, we're going to open up a can of Chef Boyardee while you're, while we're waiting. While you're doing yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we uh, are going to have some popcorn. You know what? Go ahead. This is, it's from Emerald Robinson. Emerald Robinson is um, a journalist who is, listen, she is a very trusted person. She's got, I can't be specific right now because I wasn't prepared to talk to you about this, but she has, because she's been shut out from other outlets, a long time ago she started going to um, uh, Substack, which is where... <laughs> A lot of wonder people, wonderful people are posting. So it comes from her, but it's coming from all over the country. I mean, I've got videos, reports from all over the country. It's very dangerous. But uh, let me just say, there are our conservatives have set up uh, pe- people, election integrity sites uh, all over the country. I'm not prepared to tell you because I'm learning this as I was waiting for you uh, to talk to me. Uh, so I can't be specific right now, but just in general, I would say there are war rooms in every state. So if you're seeing something like this, uh, you need to report it, shout it from the housetops, uh, and I will try to get back to you guys even okay. while you're still on the air with some up specific. I, I just don't have it right now. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, please do because we'd like to know more if, uh, you know, as things uh, develop. It, it's hard, it makes me heartsick, heartsick. Yeah, I, in in fact, I don't. It, just to tell you, I think in twenty percent are down in Arizona. Twenty of twenty percent of two hundred and twenty three sites. Yeah. So. Well, uh, well, we'll we'll see what happens there. We need uh, to pray. I'm telling you, this is just horrible. If it, if they get, you know, you see what they're doing. So. Uh, are you? Um, I, I I've never asked this question before. I've just always gone to where I vote in my precinct. If it's down, are you by law allowed to go to a different precinct to vote? Because they wouldn't have. They'd have to have would, the books. They'd have, have to the have records. the books. They would ha- they'd right. have to have the records. So I wonder how that. I wonder well, that's, what happens. I'm just. Uh, I'm just. I'm. I'm reacting to your reaction yeah. to this question. Just I may be wrong. Okay, yeah. but I'm thinking that would be okay, uh, as long as you as like like as long as you, the, the those people who were at your precinct. Let's say the voting machines break down. Yeah. 
Okay, and they say, well, we got to move over there. Yeah. Okay. Well, as long as you move over there and you still have the books where you can record, where right. you can check off. Okay, it's Tim Wildman voting, which in Mississippi, in most in most states, you got to show your voter ID. Right. I show my driver's license. I am who I say I am. They check your name. They give you a ballot. Yeah. Right? Right. So I don't know why that wouldn't work at another locale as long as you had a voting machine. Yeah, you'd have to shut down that voting precinct and move it over. But I think what what Sandy's. Can you imagine the possibilities for. Can you imagine the possibilities for malfeasance? For, okay, somebody unplugged this, somebody put it in the back of the pickup truck. In a close election, can you guys imagine what that would be like? Oh, well, we moved four precincts. They went down the way Sandy's talking about, and we moved them over there up by City well, Hall. Yeah. Yes. I, I will say this. Uh, there, as Sandy's reference, as you referenced, Sandy, there is a lot more people. There are a lot more people paying close attention mm-hmm. to to these these matters, these situations for voter integrity purposes than there were two years ago. Uh-huh. Right. And uh, when we had the pandemic going on and all this uh, unsolicited ballots set out all over the place, and it was, right. it, was, it was chaos is what it was in many respects. Uh, so anyway, we'll, uh, we'll pay attention to what the story Sandy's talking about, which is. And if uh, this is, uh, Sandy said this is breaking news, so I'm assuming that there will be additional reporting on this as the day goes on. Maybe some of these glitches will be fixed, hopefully. Uh, but you can't. Well, you can't you're just always disenfranchise. You're always going to have machines that break down in America and all around the world. I'm not. I'm not dismissing anything Sandy's talking about. I'm just <laughs> saying, you know, uh, I, I could go out to my car and it might not start. I mean, right. things are going to happen, but and it may be because uh, in some cases there's such an overwhelming number of. I don't know. But are, are, what Sandy's saying is we better watch out for voter fraud. It's concerning. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Yeah. I would um, say one other thing that one where? of the sources, uh, I was trying to assimilate all this. One of my other sources is Jake Hoffman, who's a, a state representative in Arizona. So okay. he's saying it's a disaster. So we'll just. Uh, wow. Why is that county heavily Republican where this is happening? Is that what you're saying? Maricopa is where all the malfeasance happened in 2020. It's a, it's a very big county and um, it's. Maricopa is, is that's uh, that like Mesa, Arizona and Scottsdale and all that. It's Phoenix. Yeah. I I think it's, I don't know exactly. I don't know the boundaries exactly yet, but I, it's, it's Phoenix and it's huge. And it's like Cook County and, you know, Illinois. So Maricopa is where a lot of the malfeasance was, uh, took place and voting and all of that. Yeah. Yeah, So I, again, listen, the people in Arizona have been working so hard to sort that out. And I, I'm just praying that all of their efforts, you know, uh, the things that they have, but one thing I will say too, uh, this this year, this time, as opposed to 2020, all kinds of uh, attorneys have been assembled to challenge. I mean, and that wasn't true two years ago. The Democrats had a an army of uh, attorneys, and they sued about everything. This year, they're being matched by uh, Republicans. So um, there are people out there fighting this. I wish I could say. I wish I could say to any to people listening, I wish I could say what to do exactly. I know that they're asking people to put their ballots in boxes. I've seen video where they say, oh, just, you know, you, the voting machine's not working, so just put it in this box. We're going to send it downtown. We'll count it later. That's what they're Oof. saying. Oh, yeah. Man. You think man. about it. So I don't, I, it's very confusing. And is that not perfect? Is that not what the left always does? Confuse, cause cr- confusion, <clears throat> overwhelm the system, and it's unsortable. But that maybe not. 
maybe maybe our people that have been working so hard can mm-hmm. unring this bell. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, uh, Sandy, uh, you're going to be with us tonight. So, I am. Yes, yeah. I am. Yeah. Yes, I am. Now, one other thing, uh, you are moving from a live uh, morning show here on AFR to a podcast starting next Monday, right? That's right. No, well, starting no, next me. Monday, <laughs> I won't be on. I will not be doing the morning show. Sandy Rios in the morning. Monday morning will be Christian or Fred, right, as I understand, right. and which is wonderful. Uh, but um, I will. This new show, uh, S- Sandy Rios twenty four seven. Wink, wink. It's because you can hear it anytime on podcast. Right. <laughs> we'll, we'll begin January the ninth. Uh, excuse me. So. Yes, that's what I meant to say. So, <laughs> so what I'm saying is, <clears throat> Sandy uh, will be uh, no longer the host of the Sandy Rios program starting Monday. And, uh, we're sad to see her go in that way. Uh, but uh, hey, uh, she's moving to a podcast starting in January. But you've been doing the show, for, and we're, we're, you've been shooting that show, that morning slot for us for 10 years, and we very much appreciate it. I know you got a ton of fans out there. So uh, we're going to miss you each morning on AFR. Uh, Jay Christian Adams is going to help fill in. We've got uh, Fred Jackson's going to do some fill-in work for us. And then we've got uh, a new host coming on in uh, January. Jenna Ellis will be uh, joining our team here. Uh, and so she'll be uh, filling that time slot where Sandy has been for the last 10 years. And uh, listen, Sandy, uh, we look forward to visiting with you this evening, and we'll be mentioning more about what's going to happen with the podcast closer we get to the new year. And we hope you enjoy your, your – I know you got some stuff you want to do, you know, during the during the break. Well, plus she doesn't have to get up at 4 in the morning every day. <laughs> every day. <laughs> She's looking forward to that. Sleep. The fact that she did that for 10 years is just extraordinary. <laughs> Superhuman. I know. Oh, uh, thank you, Ed. Well, uh, could I just – Tim, is there time for yeah, me to ahead. make a comment? Yes. Uh, I, I would uh, – I've been announcing this in the mornings, although I did not tell them about Jenna. That you just announced. Yeah, I just that. broke that I, I've news. I've been keeping right? that. I've been keeping that for my listeners, so they'll be interested. <laughs> oh, uh, but, uh, well, let's uh, <laughs> re- rewind that. Nice going, yeah. Tim. <laughs> Sorry, my well. Well, <laughs> anyway. maybe we got listeners to your show <laughs> yeah. that aren't listening now. <laughs> That's right. That? We do. I'm sure we do. Yeah. I'm sure we do. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's uh, as. Uh, Look, we're making this a, a wonderful transition because that's what it is—a transition. This is good for me, and I appreciate Tim and the gang accommodating this. This will be great for my personal life because I can do the the podcast with a, at a little bit more leisurely pace than I've been doing the news every every single morning, all of it, you know, around the world, every bit of it, learning right. it, and then trying to distill it to an hour. That's been a challenge, but I have loved it. And I will miss it. It's hard, you know. I cry. I cry because I hate. I love my listeners, and um, and I'm sad to give that slot up. But it's just one of those realities, you know. It's time. So, yeah, we want people to know that was your decision. Yes. Because <laughs> what will happen is yeah. if they don't know that, they call us here, they email us here, <laughs> they Facebook us here, and they say, why would you get rid of Sandy? I'm, you bounced I'm Sandy. not I'm not ever donating to you again. You've gone uh, no. woke. <laughs> huh? Yeah, you've gone woke. You can tell them I've gone woke, and that's <laughs> what it was like. No. no. The problem no, is Sandy got tired of being woke every morning at <laughs> 4 o'clock. <laughs> so she, she, wants, she wants to stay in bed a couple more hours. 
for her help. But anyway, go ahead. Let, let me give a practical thing uh, I've been sharing is always look at AFR.net because you guys will be right. keeping people up to date about when, you know, reminding them of where to find the podcast and how to do that. And also, my, I have a personal website, SandyRios.com, which I'm resurrecting from the dead. It's been there a long time, but it's just, <laughs> it's actually funny to go back and look at it. I'm telling people, if you're curious and you listen a lot, go there. You'll see some old television appearances and stuff like that, but it will be updated and you can figure out where I'm going, where I am okay. uh, on the, on the, on the dial and all that kind of stuff. All right. so. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's strange when people go to your personal website, I'm just speaking generically and they see your high school yearbook photo. You know? <laughs> That's when they know that you haven't really done much on the website in your a while. Themes, your yeah. themes from your freshman year. Right, right, right. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. Okay, Sandy, we'll look forward to visiting with you this evening and get your uh, take on what's happened throughout the day, okay? Okay. Okay. Very good. Talk okay. to you soon, you guys. Bye. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye. Sandy Rios uh, joining us there. Uh, now, I, I, I do have a question. Yeah. Uh, has a replacement for Sandy. Was Nancy Pelosi in, in the running for that? Cause she's, <laughs> she could, she's going to be available. She's going to be available, night. too. Uh, that'd be a big fat no. <laughs> we don't have a refrigerator big enough for her, her needs. Uh, I did mention uh, I got a spoiler alert right there. I guess I'm going to be on with Sandy in the morning, but and she has listeners that we don't have. But uh, yeah, Jenna Ellis will be joining us, uh, our team here, mm-hmm. uh, as the new host for uh, our morning show. And Jenna is. Uh, That's a big get. That's a big yes, it get. is. Yeah, she's good. Walker and I worked on that one. <laughs> we uh, we we reeled in Jenna <laughs> to be on our uh, network. Yeah, in fact, we were joking that you and Walker were like the pastoral search committee, <laughs> because now, as you said, this was uh, when Sandy Rios was here visiting. I think it was during Sherathon. Sherathon, yeah. And uh, she wanted to meet with you, and she told you this was what she wanted to do because she was just weary of the hours and, and, uh, you know, she wants to spend a little bit more time, you know, with Bruce, her husband. Sandy's a summer chicken now. Summer. She's what? no longer a spring chicken. <laughs> I'm not. You're oh, we're not going to touch that. <laughs> you are on the pier I'm only by telling yourself. You what, you know. I'm only You're telling out there you what, by yourself. And I'm just yeah. telling you just to stop right I'm here. I'm just too. telling you what Sandy would tell you herself. <laughs> I mean, okay. She's uh, a summer not, chicken. I did not call her old. <laughs> I said she's a summer chicken it's as just, opposed to a spring chicken. It's just getting she's worse. still got fall and winter. She's just getting worse. <laughs> Am I digging a hole? Oh, it's dug. You're in it, brother. You got the steam shovel in there now. <laughs> it's time for some music. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to do I'm going to do uh, Whitmer up in Virginia, Michigan. What? I'm sorry, I can't hear you. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Yeah, uh, I can't hear any criticism. So, so did I interrupt I, I, something poignant you were going to say? No, it was nothing poignant. I was just saying we joked about you and Walker being the pastoral search committee because yes. when, it was kind of a bombshell for us at AFR for Sandy to say after 10 years she, she wanted to do something different. And uh, so you and Walker became the pastoral search committee but yes. came up with, uh, with Jenna Ellis – Fairly quickly, you know, some of these pastoral yeah. search committees go on for months. They do, and we didn't need it's that. Better when so. you reduce them to two people. Yes, you yeah, know, yeah. I have ten people to please. Yeah. So yeah. Walker and I were able to uh, visit with Jenna, and she's going to join us as that uh, morning slot uh, host. She's coming here the next week. Yeah, she'll be here next week. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
Now, so, uh, just in case some people aren't familiar with her, she was a lawyer for former yeah. President Trump. Yeah, and she's a constitutional lawyer. Mm-hmm. She's a uh, very much in the know about the uh, conservative movement. She's a believer, strong believer. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, we wouldn't have somebody on our network that wasn't a uh, strong Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's, which, which is why Nancy Pelosi would not be on. <laughs> duly noted. Uh, and uh, so we're we're just excited about that, uh, and uh, about. But Jenna won't be able to join us till January second. So, uh, so we got an interim here, but Fred's going to be doing some fill in work for us. Jay Christian Adams, who's excellent. He'll, uh, and Fred is excellent too, but he'll be doing some for us. Uh, so we'll, we'll have to have the bench uh-huh. that, uh, fill in, in the, in the interim. We hope folks will, we know that we will our listeners are very loyal and will stay with us, but, uh, that is, uh, a change coming to AFR in the next, uh, well, Sandy's, you know, last show's Friday. And then Jenna will be with us January 2nd. So that's going to leave us with a few weeks. But there will be plenty in the news to cover. I was just going to right, say Fred? that, Tim. Uh, Sandy may be uh, going into semi-retirement. Right. And I mean that, semi. Till pod, just she comes back with her podcast. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, there's just going to be so much coming out of this election. Regardless of what happens, there will be uh, so much to talk about. And uh, we, we know the morning audience is, is huge. Uh, a lot of people listen in, in the morning, especially talk radio uh, in the morning in their morning commute, that sort of thing. So, yep. uh, uh, you know, we know people will stay tuned because our audience is very engaged with the issues. Right. Uh, you know, what we talk about each day is what's on their mind. Yeah. And that's I, and I, I say that's part of this, the interest in this election, because it's we talked about this yesterday, I believe. As far as there's spiritual warfare going on in this country right now. Absolutely. And Christians are very sensitive to that. Yeah. Well, and, and that's what this election is about, really. Okay, so you, uh, a, month, a couple months ago, the Democrats passed the Inflation Reduction Act. <laughs> I want to know not why inflation. In yet. <laughs> I know, right? Why What's is going it, on with that? Why has it inflation been reduced <laughs> if true. the act was passed? Hmm. Right. Well, I can I can tell you that there is a Democratic senator's wife who has an answer to that, and we'll give it in five minutes. That's right. She has a. How would you describe that answer? Well, revealing, she revealing, very revealing answer why the Inflation Reduction Act has not reduced inflation. She has the truth. All right, ladies and gentlemen, get out there and vote as many times as you can. <laughs> and uh, we'll be back in five minutes. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.